I invite you to stand as able in body or in spirit for, the, for today's gospel reading from the Gospel of John, chapter 3, verses 1 through 21. Now there was a Pharisee named Nicodemus, a leader of the Jews. He came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher who has come from God. For no one can do these signs that you do apart from the very presence of God. Jesus answered him, Very truly I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God without being born from above. Nicodemus said to him, How can anyone be born after having grown old? Can one enter a second time into the mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Very truly I tell you, no one can enter the kingdom of God without being born of water and spirit. What is born of the flesh is flesh, and what is born of the spirit is spirit. Do not be astonished that I said to you, you must be born from above. The wind blows where it chooses, and you hear the sound of it, but you do not know where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with everyone who is born of the spirit. Nicodemus said to him, how can these things be? Jesus answered him, Are you a teacher of Israel, and yet you do not understand these things? Very truly, I tell you, we speak of what we know and testify to what we have seen, yet you do not receive our testimony. If I have told you about earthly things and you do not believe, how can you believe if I tell you about heavenly things? No one has ascended into heaven except the one who descended from heaven, the Son of Man. And just as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him may have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, so that everyone who believes in him may not perish but may have eternal life. Indeed, God did not send the Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. Those who believe in him are not condemned, but those who do not believe are condemned already, because they have not believed in the name of the only Son of God. And this is the judgment, that the light has come into the world, and people loved darkness rather than light, because their deeds were evil. For all who do evil hate the light and do not come to the light so that their deeds may not be exposed. But those who do what is true come to the light so that it may be clearly seen that their deeds have been done in God. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. You may be seated. Love is a strange thing. Just think about some of the things that we have done because we loved someone. I mean, all of us were babies once and had to have our diapers changed. And if you've, I think all of us probably after after we're probably 13 years old or older have changed someone's diaper and that's a real act of love. Especially when some of my friends say, Can I tell you how many diapers I changed last night and how little sleep I got? All of us have been the recipients of great acts of love. 
But sometimes love can just cause us to give someone the bigger slice of pie or the last cup of coffee. It can cause us to do things that cause us to step outside of our comfort zone, like skydiving. That's one thing I'll probably never do. Or try something that we don't really want to, but because someone we love loves it. We do it because it means something to them. Love causes us to to step outside of what's normal and comfortable and sometimes safe to us. Love causes us to set ourselves aside, to set aside our needs, our wants, our comfort. Because suddenly those we love, what they want, what they need, what matters to them matters to us in a way that often for those we love we'll do for them before we do for ourselves. Love changes us and it transforms us. I love the saying by Mr. Rogers that we are all loved into being, that the people who loved us throughout our lives have made us who we are. Love shapes us, love challenges us. Love makes us. So why am I talking about love? In this passage from John chapter 3, often our eyes and our attention go straight for verse 16, which is a great verse, but, but let's look at the whole passage because there's something really special and important here that can make verse 16 even more important and impactful for us every time we see it. So in John chapter 3, we have this important religious man named Nicodemus coming to Jesus at night. Maybe even some scholars think he probably waited and maybe even woke up Jesus because he did not want to be seen. Because right before today's passage, what happened was that Jesus had cleansed the temple meaning that Jesus had gone to the temple and gotten so mad at what he was seeing with his eyes that he made a whip and overturned the tables and drove out the people trying to make money in God's house. Jesus was not on the good list for the religious leaders at that time. And yet, for some reason, Nicodemus, who... People, the Jewish community knew him. They knew his face. He was respected. For some reason, even after seeing this and even after Jesus had made a whole lot of important people mad, for some reason that night, not wanting to be seen, Nicodemus went. He went to to talk to Jesus, to try to to understand. 
And he says to them, this, this is what we have seen, Jesus. This is what we have heard. This is what we understand of you. And we, we know you are from God. And, and Nicodemus and Jesus go back and forth a few times, and, and Nicodemus just doesn't seem to get it. But Nicodemus is stuck in his head. And Jesus starts using the word believe a lot. Now, often when we use the word believe, it's this statement, I believe in Jesus, I believe in Scripture. But the best translation of the word believe is beloved. love. Jesus isn't asking Nicodemus to rationalize what he's seeing, to understand with his head what Jesus is saying about being born of the Spirit, being born again. Jesus is asking Nicodemus to, to fill it with his heart. Because all of us know love isn't always rational. It doesn't always make sense. Sometimes it's just something we feel. Like have we ever thought of someone we love and we kept thinking about them in our hearts so we just called them up? By chance. And it was exactly what they needed. Sometimes love doesn't make sense, but it's just something that we sometimes feel. And as we said before, love transforms us and changes us and shapes us, and it redirects our focus and how we spend our love and our attention and our time and our money and everything that's important to us. Jesus is reminding Nicodemus because Nicodemus knows what the word believe means to beloved. Jesus is saying to give his heart. That's about the heart because the heart drives everything. But at this point, Nicodemus couldn't, couldn't quite get there. And do you know what convicted me about this passage this past week? I feel like it's easy for me and so many of us at times to be Nicodemus, to get caught in our heads. But what Jesus is saying in this passage is, is that it's the love of God revealed in Jesus Christ and the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ that is everything we need, that love that can change us and shape us and transform us and drive us. That, that is everything. But so easy, we can fall into being Nicodemus because what was important at that point was knowledge. And Nicodemus could quote lots of passages of Scripture, I'm sure. He knew what God's Word said. 
He knew all the rules and the customs and the commandments. He knew what was expected, what looked good, what people wanted to see. And here's Jesus saying it's not about our success, not about our knowledge, not even about how much scripture we can quote, not about how many good things we've done because it's expected. It's about our hearts. It's about our heart. That's what Jesus is saying to Nicodemus, to set aside. To set aside what he thought was important. Because believing, beloving, isn't always about what we can see and hear and understand. It's about trusting the Spirit's guide in our heart, about allowing the love of God to truly shape us, how, how we are, who we are, how we live. Because the love of God is what tells us that we can't just seek revenge when someone makes us mad, but to ask for forgiveness and to give it. The love of God calls us to set aside our pride for humility. The love of God calls us to set aside our own needs, to look for the needs of others and not just those we care about, not just those we like, but to look to the needs of those that God has placed in our path, to the needs of our neighbors. God's love never makes sense. For God so loved the world, seeing every bit of brokenness and sin and shame in every single one of us, and God sent his only son to die a painful death. so that we can know forgiveness, so that we can know life, not just eternally, but true life here, life found in the love of God, in the grace and the mercy and the goodness of God. God knows every bit of brokenness in our lives and still calls us beloved and worthy and precious and heirs to the kingdom. God's love doesn't make sense, and yet God's love is here to call us and to use us and to shape us and to drive us in our lives. To not just say, I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, to not just say, I believe in the word of God, but to allow that love to shape who we are. That is what it means to believe, not to say it, but to live it. 
to beloved. To live as beloved. That's what Jesus is trying to say to Nicodemus. That's what Jesus is trying to say to us, to live as beloved. And to allow his love to transform us. So that others may see in how we live and how we love God's love at work. That doesn't always make sense. But is the realest reality that we have right there for the taking. The question is whether or not we will take that step to live as beloved to live as a person who doesn't just know God's word but has allowed that love in the word to change us let us pray God you call us You call us to be your beloved children. To live as a people who don't just quote your word, but live it. Lord, help us to remember what's important, not not our knowledge, not our successes, not our reputation, our achievements, just who we are in you and that love. And may we, O oh Lord, allow that love to, to drive us and to shape us and to move us so that others may see that, that life-changing love and grace that we have experienced. May we allow your love to call us into sometimes uncomfortable places and places where we have to set our, our own needs and desires aside because what matters most is not what we want but what you have called us to do, who you have called us to be. God, help us to be beloved. It's in your son's name that we pray. Amen.